You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good Friday morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Friday, May 5th, episode 3177, brought to you today by our friends at Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. It's Kentucky Derby Day, and we're at Churchill Downs in Louisville with a record crowd watching 20 of America's leading three-year-olds parade to the post. They're up. Keep your eye on the horse moving out from the inside rail into the lead. That's War Admiral. Inside, there goes Raymond Earl, and Affirmed is right there and challenging between horses. On the rail, and it's also moving up. Then it's six legs back to the next horse, Sir, Sir. Head of the stretch. For the moment, Seattle's still, still battling it out together. And here's Run Dusty Run now, closing ground and moving into third. Here's second as they approach that half-mile pole going into that far turn. Sweet Northern Saint has picked his way through the pack. He's down on the inside fourth. Barbaro in the clear, poised as they move into the far turn. And he's moving up to be fourth now. And then Colonel John, Colonel John comes on the scene right as the field turns for home at the top of the stretch. And it is Big Brown who rolls up and down to a three-length lead. Bodie Meister holding on to the lead. I'll have another on the outside as by a length. Secretariat is in the center of the racetrack and driving. Jackie Green now drops back. Coming on a bit is Forgo, our native on the outside. Now and there in the stretch, it's sec- Secretariat. Secretariat on the outside to take the lead. Sham holding in second. It's Secretariat moving away. He has it by two and a half. Sham then on the outside, our native. At the wire, it's going to be Secretariat. He wins it by two lengths. Sham is second. Our native third by an inch. into the stretch and it's American Pharaoh who has taken the lead on the outside in between horses it's firing line Dortmund is down at the rail as they come into the final furlong American Pharaoh firing line not done yet and these two come into the final 16th it's American Pharaoh in front firing line Dortmund is third Frosted is fourth coming to the finish American Pharaoh and Victor Espinosa have won the Kentucky Derby Good magic and Jose Ortiz a link behind as they come into the final furlong. Bravazos down the center of the track and then Audible on the inside who's now up in a third. Justify a two-length lead as they come to the final 16th. Good magic on the outside is second. Audible third toward the inside then it's still regard. They're coming to the wire. He's just awesome. Justify has won the Kentucky Derby. Messier, Crown Pride, and Epicenter is coming up on the outside. Epicenter has taken the lead as they arrive into the final furlong. Sandin is coming after him. Epicenter and Sandin, these two, stride for stride. Simplification down the outside is next. They're coming down to the wire. Epicenter, Sandin, reach strike. 
Mike is coming up on the inside. Oh my goodness, the longest shot has won the Kentucky Derby. Rich Strike has done it in a stunning, unbelievable upset. sitting here crying and I get excited and I get goosebumps and then I like those names all those names to me bring so many memories flooding back because that is something I have watched since I was a little girl and to hear all of these names like even just as I was growing up I mean I remember I was such a huge fan of certain horses at times in my life and I just, oh, wow, that was awesome. Good job. Um, I do, I did, while listening to that, I had a thought, though. Yeah. <laughs> that if Larry Kalmus, who does all of the raising calls now, if he did the secretariat I of that too. <laughs> call, I think he would, I think his head would explode. Yes. Like something would explode inside him. When like I heard that heart... guy do secretary, I thought to myself, is that all? Is that all you got? That's all you got. And no, because like the art of calling, it was just like you were just calling it on the radio for people to hear. It wasn't like, I mean, there wasn't like that. I've got to tell theater. this huge story. Yeah, It's and, theater now. Yeah. And oh, my God. And they've just perfected it over the years. And oh, my God, Larry Comets <laughs> would probably be dead. Like he would die. <laughs> he just his, his body couldn't handle that level of excitement. <laughs> well, last year's race, I, I forgot how excited he got in last year's race at the end. Uh, but yeah, I had fun. I, I had put these together for before, but I added this one and made it tighter. And uh, I just liked how it came out. So I'm glad you oh, liked it. Oh, it's so good. I love that. <laughs> I want to like have that as my ringtone. Oh, just maybe all we'll the time. play it out today, too, uh, yeah. for the show. But on today's show, we have jockey Alex Sherman, one of our terrific auditors, also a jockey, is going to join us to chat about all things Kentucky Derby. She picked the winner last night, last yeah, year. Yeah. She picked Rich Strike. Seriously, like, we'll talk money. about it later. She was amazing. <laughs> she actually bet on him, too. Uh, and we're going to make our picks and also play some Derby trivia like we do every year. Jamie's going to... Uh, uh, oh, you're talking to an auditor, right? About some I tri- am. This is very strange. So this is... I'm going to talk to to Patty, who is an auditor, and we're going to talk about a fragrance named equestrian equestrian perfume that she bought off of facebook and um she called me and i went over to her house she lives right down the street from me and i sampled it and we are going to tell you what the fragrance equestrian (laughs) smells like and then i want to talk to you in the post show everybody all the auditors about uh, my my adventure jennifer and i's adventures actually on wednesday going to a party for somebody that's actually been on the show before and i just want to talk to you how uh, how it it just met i just find it mind-blowing so we're going to talk about that in the post show if you don't like racing skip the next 30 minutes go to the 30 minute to 35 minute mark and we'll be talking about perfume so if you don't like racing, go to Perfume and <laughs> perfume we'll do some and bad, ads. bad ads. That's right. So that's what I know there's certain of you that won't listen to racing talk. The first half hour is going to be that, but then we'll move on to something else. Uh, but in the meantime, we do have to do some Daily Winnies. Happy birthday. 
Well, we have a couple of auditor birthdays this weekend. Krista Youngblood, uh, Colleen Lapp, and Richard Alvey. Now, I met Richard and his wife at Equine Affair, so that was kind of fun. And then, of course, Daredevil Devonhorn. Uh, it's her birthday this weekend as well. So uh, I think you have a Daily Winnie that you want to do. We'll see what this is. I would like to let you know... I am coming at you from my new office. I'm so happy that I'm in my new office. You should hear no dishes clanking. You should hear no children less yapping. Birds. No birds, less birds <laughs> at least. We'll do it later. Um, and I, so I would like to get my daily window to chat. So this was like an extra storage room in our house. And I just wanted to make it into an office. It was kind of our plan, but, you know, one thing at a time. So we put up, uh, we... These guys that like don't do this for a living um, put up drywall. They did a very decent job. And then I selected paint for it and I did a less than decent job. Yeah, you sent me the cup picture. Oh my God, is that bright? So in the store, it did not look turquoise fluorescent. Um, in the, in the it is, room, it, it is very blue in there. I can't even, like, I'm trying to think of how you would compare this blue. It's turquoise. It's very turquoise. It's, it's like bright turquoise. And again, did not mean to make that happen. Um, and then we did, a, now, you know, like. Okay, I got to call you out on this. You started painting a wall. You could have stopped when you realized how blue it was going to be. No, this is what I told Chad. I'm like, I picked it. I got to own it. <laughs> You own this it, is, all right. I am going to lay in the bed that I made. All right, well, okay? I hope you don't get a headache working in there. <laughs> we'll see. It is super. So I chose this color because it was like trying to get like trying to affect your mood. And the best mood for a podcast room is going to be orange. And I was like, I am not having an orange or, room. Really? Orange? Ooh. Yeah. Orange and yellows. I don't know. So I, my favorite color is blue, not this blue, um, but it was like something like calming and helps you focus. And I'm like, yeah, those are things I need. I need to be calmer and more focused. And so I was like, I'm going for blue. And the guy at the stupid Home Depot, he held these like swatches up like farther away. And I was like, yeah, that that's the one. It is. It is very vivacious. <laughs> it looks like the color of a lot of the houses that, that are painted in our neighborhood here in Florida. Oh God! I have an old lady house <laughs> paint color. Well, um, so so it, it's been quite an adventure. I I got carpet and it sounds go. fantastic. I mean, your sound is great. Oh, thank you. So I was going to give my my daily winnie to my dear husband who has worked so hard on this, but I'm redacting the daily winnie now because just moments ago he was so excited that he got Wordle in three that he held up his phone. And showed me Wordle, and I haven't done it yet. <laughs> he ruined it. I can't believe you still play that. Those of you who play Wordle know how upsetting this is. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Thanks for the room. Thanks for ruining a day portal. Thank you. All okay, right. Moving on. <laughs> I, now, I intentionally this year have not paid attention to the Derby at all because I like to do my picks based on my scientific method, which is which names I like and which names I think are the most fun. And that's how mm-hmm. I pick. So I intentionally mm-hmm. have not even looked till this morning. I didn't listen to Wednesday's show because I heard that your guest was fantastic and I didn't want him swaying my opinion. Mm-hmm. So that's um, why you didn't listen to that's, Wednesday's that's, show. That's sure. exactly why. Um, but we're going to get some help with this, and that's help is an actual jockey who rides races, trains racehorses, and also picked last year's winner and won some money. And, and she, I'm supposed to play trivia against her. And how on earth am I expected oh, to possibly the, these, win this? I don't think either one of you have an advantage in this trivia I put together. So okay, you're going to be you're going to be fine. Let's give Alex Sherman a call. She's been on our show many times, and we love having her on hello alex hey guys how's it going good thank you so much for joining us okay so the reason we had you on um other than the fact that we love you uh is <laughs> last year like it seems like moments before the gates opened you said hey everybody check out this long shot he just got in i know the horse and like this whole story what was the whole story behind you and rich strike so the so he got in last minute um, last year because he was uh, an AE so and also eligible. So the only way he would be able to get in the Derby was if somebody else scratched. And at the last minute, I think it was Dale Romans or Dwayne Lucas. Somebody scratched their horse, and he got in at the last minute. And kind of my connection with it was um, Eric Reed, who was the trainer. Um, he has a string of horses at my local tracks. And, uh, so I knew personally, I knew, um, the groom, uh, little Jerry that, uh, ran him and took care of him, um, his exercise rider and his jockey, Sonny Leon, uh, pretty much rides all summer or did at Belterra coming up to the Derby. So I knew him personally too. So it was kind of a, you know, long stop miracle story of like, Hey, look, like there's some little guys that, you know, from, you know, small barns and and stuff like that, that are getting a shot. So in fairness, I didn't say he was going to win. I just was like, Hey, look, this is pretty cool. You know, we always see, you know, Bob Baffert and Todd Clutcher and all of them always winning. Like, Hey, look, it's really cool to see like a little guy with, you know, a claiming horse that, you know, was able to jump up and, and get to where all of us ideally would like to be one day. And I mean, royally bred claiming horse. I mean, he's he's amazing. But you kind of were like, hey, everybody, you should totally bet on this horse because he's awesome. <laughs> uh, and then and his odds, what did he go off at? I mean, you I made a like, ton of what, money. 90 to one or something. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. something something crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it paid like what, almost two hundred dollars on a two dollar bet. It was. Yeah. Yeah, it was insane. And like, I remember like, like my husband, and I were sitting on the couch, like watching it and you know, you know, I, I kind of like was checking to see where, where he was in the past just to, you know, I'd be was thrilled if he would just make a good run at it. And then all of a sudden, like, here he comes up the rail and it was like, oh crap, like that was him. Like that's, that's Sonny and, and, you know, Rich Strikes that they just won. Like, are you kidding me? So it was, yeah, it was kind of, kind of crazy and um, exciting all at the same time. <laughs> And I'd love to the end of the interview. Eric Reed said there uh, the the silly NBC, you know, what girl in the hat comes up and she's like, Oh my god, are you so surprised that you're winning that you won? And he was like, If I didn't think I would win, I wouldn't be here. 
<laughs> I was like, that's the coolest <laughs> answer ever. I was like, I love that guy now. Uh, it was so great. So, so let's talk a little bit about what's going on this week. Now, we had some major dramatic news. Um, Safi Joseph, who Glenn finds incredibly attractive, is a trainer. Um, and he's the trainer of a horse called Lord Miles. But Lord Miles has been pulled because Safi Joseph has immediately been suspended indefinitely after what they're calling quote highly unusual racehorse deaths talk a little bit about that yeah so I, I i've been seeing them pop up like i'll be honest i was pretty like preoccupied with land rover too so everybody was asking <laughs> i'm like let me get through land rover first like not you know let me let me get to the derby second um but I, I had seen, started to see the stories like uh, the, and forgive me, I can't remember uh, the name of the derby horse that, that had a, a breakdown last week. Um, and I know that was like musculoskeletal. So, um, you know, that, that happened when he was um, training. Now, from what, and they haven't come out and said, because I was actually reading last night, um, because day before yesterday, uh, they had come out that Safi Joseph had two horses that, um, I forget the term that they used it, but basically it was the, the term that was not like musculoskeletal or, you know, something like an injury or something like that. Like it was something different and they hadn't come out and said exactly what, what it is. Now, obviously if something happens to a horse and it's not, you know, a broken leg or something like that, you know, they do, they do do an acropsy. Um, but anyway, from what I understood is he had two horses that after, you know, they, I think one was running and maybe the other was working. I'm not, I, I can't remember specifically, uh, but either one of them just, just died. And, um, I did see day before yesterday that he openly went to the stewards and scratched all of his horses up until Saturday. Um, so he had intended to still run on Saturday in the Derby, but everything from Thursday, uh, Thursday and Friday, he had scratched. And then yesterday I was reading, that uh, the Kentucky Racing Commission um, pretty much has put a hold on him indefinitely until they figure out um, what's going on and what happened with the horses. Now, I now I will say the the kind of shocking part of it is just that there's two horses in the same barn that this happened to. Now, they call I them sudden, say, unexplained deaths yes. with the cause of mis mysterious, unexplained, sudden. They're doing necropsies on them. They're sampling. Uh, they just came from Keeneland and shipped over to Churchill, so they're sampling all the food and doing toxic. Yes. He's this exactly. is not the first yep. time this has happened to him, and not the first time that Absolutely. he's been in trouble for exactly. drugs and, and all that. And I'm not and and two horses in the same barn like that's that's the shocking thing yeah but here's the worst part mm -hmm. alex the worst part is that he had lord miles running and i have a horse named miles who thinks he's the know, lord around here and i'm like excuse me <laughs> that um <laughs> that was kind of like one of my picks so let's go through the field real quick um We've got hit show. I'll just go through them uh, just real quick, uh, Glenn, and let mm -hmm. you hear the names. Hit show. This is from Inside to Outside. Verifying two fills. Confidence game. Tap at trice. King's Barn. Reincarnate. Mage. Skinner. Disarm. Jace's Road. Sun Thunder. Angel of, Angel of Empire. Forte. Raise Kane, Derma Sotagake, Rocket Can, Cyclone Mischief, Mandarin Hero, and King Russell. Now, I, I don't know if is King Russell even in yet. I don't know. Yes, the, the first two AEs are 
in, okay, I believe. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so I don't know how up to date this is, Glenn. Hopefully, it, it is. is. It was as of this morning. So you're okay. Good. Perfect. Yeah. And perfect. actually, so, they've run out of alternates. So if if one other pulls, they'll just have less horses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's supposed to be done by nine a.m. Eastern on Friday. So it should. This should be the the go to thing. Yeah, that's now, your official scratch time. Now, the the only other scratches that you might have would be either. I mean, a trainer could still scratch up to derby time, or when they vet check tomorrow morning. Um, they could get scratched by the vet if they aren't dead. So I do purely picks by name. Uh, don't care about odds or any of that stuff. Apparently, Alex doesn't either. It's <laughs> than last year. <laughs> so mine, I'm going to pick Hit Show is one of my trifecta picks, and I'm going to box these, put them in no particular order. So Hit Show, because we have a Hit Show, so that's why I picked that one. Angel oh, we of, wish we did. <laughs> yeah, at least, yes, exactly. Angel of Empire, because, you know, it's just a cool name. And then Two Fills, because I just thought that was a funny name. So I have Hit Show, Angel of Empire, and Two Fills. All right, Jamie, you're up. No, I want Alex to go next. Uh, oh, <laughs> you're going to piggyback <laughs> Alex. So Glenn and I are a little on the same page. Really? So I did have two fills. Okay. Um, uh, the, uh, kind of a smaller Larry Valley, kind of a smaller trainer. And his odds shouldn't be too terrible. I think he's morning line 12 to 1. So, you know, he probably will pay a decent price. Um, then I had confidence gain. Um, I think, I think it's Keith DeSormo's time to, time to shine. So we'll, and he's, uh, I think he's like third, 20 or 30 to one. And then, uh, then I threw in from yesterday because I saw he got loose on the track yesterday is, uh, verifying, uh, with Brad Cox. Oh yeah. I like that. Now who's the trainer that has a horse in it that is over 11. Um, oh gosh. Tim Yachting, maybe? No, no, no. The bigger no. guy kind of have Dale Romans? Dale Romans. Does he have a horse in that? I think he does, doesn't he? He had a horse that drew in. That first day he drew in is his. Okay, that's the one. Okay, so Dale Romans is training. Let's see. It's Is it? See, I've got this one. That one, that one, no. I'm not seeing his name in here. Dang it. Okay, I was going to go for oh, Dale Romans, Cyclone Mischief, okay? Because yeah. Dale Romans, bless his heart, he just can't seem to get there, man. What is up is with that? <laughs> he is 0 for 11 in the Kentucky Derby. So Cyclone Mischief is one of my, I've, I, you know, again, the trifecta bucks. But I talked about this on uh, Wednesday as well. I was watching Jace's Road and Angel of Empire work in company on the track. And I'm sure this was not supposed to happen. But Angel of <laughs> Empire left. I mean, like, just like, I'm pretty sure they're bye supposed bye. to stay together, but he was like, bye, I'm out. And Angel of Empire just left Jace's Road, who is currently, I think, at 50 to 1. And so, peace out. And 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 Jace's Road didn't really care. So, I really <laughs> liked Angel of Empire in that uh, situation. So, Angel of Empire, we got Cyclone Mischief. And who was my other one? I wrote it down. Uh I'm sorry, I'm not very organized um, here. So I don't really, I don't know. Give me another pick. Do I go with King Russell and also enter kind of in the same situation as Rich Strike? He's a 50 to 1 coming in here and like just barely got in. I think you should pick the Japanese horse. You said that name so well. I wasn't picking that one because I couldn't say the name. Okay, let's go. All right. 
Good point, Glenn. Well, I, I did hear a it. lot of some of the handicappers are picking them. It's just it's really tough because when you look at like Equibase, like at their past performances and stuff, it's how do you compare what they did over there versus over here? So they and the Japanese have been you know stepping up. I think they had a couple winners in the Breeders' Cup. So all right, worth a so- shot. I'll go with Angel of Empire because I saw him kick some butt. And I'll go Cycle and Mischief because he needs to kick some butt. And I'll go with Gake <laughs> because I like seeing the name and kicking butt. <laughs> and that's exactly why I didn't pick that name because I couldn't say it. Is so, there a horse <laughs> named Kicking Butt? Because that's going to be my fourth. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's take a quick break for Kentucky Performance Products. And then we're going to come back and do some Kentucky Derby trivia. We'll see if I can stump you guys this year. Most of them are multiple choice, so you're going to be okay. Each week, you carefully plan out your horse's training schedule. You work with your trainer to fine-tune his flat work. You school through grids to perfect his jump and set up multiple courses to educate your eye. You enjoy long hacks to keep his mind fresh and body strong. Show day arrives. You take a deep breath as you enter the ring. We've got this, you whisper so only he can hear you. You move as one, sailing over each element in perfect harmony. The feeling you get when it all clicks. It's why we do what we do. This feeling is brought to you by Joint Armor. Joint Armor's complete formula provides your horse with the nutrients necessary to support healthy joints throughout his lifetime. Joint Armor maintains fluid motion and flexibility in hardworking joints. It supports normal cartilage development and reduces joint deterioration. Joint Armor provides high levels of both glucosamine and chondroitin, plus 100 milligrams of hyaluronic acid. Best of all, Joint Armor is affordable. One small jar lasts up to 75 days. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. So we decided in this trivia, you guys are playing together, right? You're not against each other? We're going to join the efforts because your questions are usually ridiculous. Okay, well, they're more ridiculous <laughs> this year. <laughs> oh, great. And everybody can play at home, too. So first question, how many people are expected at the Kentucky Derby this year? 130,000, 150,000, or 160,000? Let me t- let me just tell you something, Glenn. A real Kentucky Derby question which I bet Alex can answer as well as I is like, what's the fastest Kentucky Derby time and who held it? Derby secretary. Oh, you're not getting that question because I knew like, you know the, the answer. That's the kind of stuff we want. <laughs> that's why I'm not giving it to you. So, one thirty, one fifty, or one sixty? I'm gonna go with C. One sixty. Me too. Sounds good. Uh, it's one fifty. You were wrong. Okay. What is the largest? Well, ten thousand more people could show up. Well, that's know. true. This is what is expected. What is the largest <laughs> bet ever Thank lost you. on the Derby? Largest single bet. One point two million, one point nine million, or two point six million. I'm gonna go with the truth is always somewhere in the middle, Alex. What do you think? Yeah, I mean I, I hope for that person's sake it's the lower <laughs> amount. But um yeah, I, I agree. So one point nine million, that's the middle sure. one. All right. And it's two point six million. Oh on one bet. <laughs> 
what you is... know what? I don't feel bad for that person. No, I don't either. That's a dumbass. <laughs> so, <laughs> a rich dumbass, apparently. The day two exactly. idiots met, someone yeah. <laughs> handed it over and someone took it away. <laughs> so uh, here's another fun one for you. What is the average price of the women's derby hats that 90% of the women wear? So what is their average price? $125, $345, or $725? I might go $125 because, again, dumb people. What do you think, Alex? I don't know. I was thinking in the 300 I mean, if you're going to pay $200 for a ticket, I think some of these women are probably going to go all out. Good I don't point. Know. Good point. I'll go with your answer. Ding, ding, ding. You guys get one. $345. Good job. Alex saved your butt there. (laughs) All right. Now I have one you might get. This is a Jamie kind of question. How many mayors have won in the whole time of the Kentucky Derby? How many mayors have won? And can you name them? Yes. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Why don't you tell them how many and I'll name one and you name one. We'll go back and forth. Oh, okay. There's two. Obviously. That's wrong. What? There's three. There's three. Yeah. There's three? Yeah. 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 So, so we, we have winning winning colors. Yep. Alex? Regret. Yes. Right? 1950. Yep. Regret. Yep. Exactly. Everybody always forgets about the way earlier one, yeah. winning colors. And then the third one was, um, blah. you got me thinking about regret. You, know you go. Oh, gosh. That's the one. I, that was the third one that I couldn't think of. I graduated um, high school that year. 1980. 1980 was, um, uh, why am I going to kick yourselves? <laughs> I know we probably are. 1980 was winning colors, wasn't no, it? Winning colors no, was 88. She was 85, yeah, 86. 88, yeah. yeah. Genuine risk. Oh, uh, genuine risk. God dang it. That's what it is. Yeah. Which is not one you ever hear about anymore, right? So I, I can get why you. No, you winning know. colors, I think, is the most popular one. Yeah, I agree. God, I loved her. So How much. How much mint will be used in making mint juleps at the track this weekend? 400 pounds, 650 pounds, or 1,000 pounds of mint? Low ball it. Mint doesn't weigh very much. Uh, Maybe four? 400 pounds? Is that your final answer? Well, you were wrong. Mm -hmm. It's a thousand pound, half a ton of mint. Oh my <laughs> god, they're not even that good. I know <laughs> they're so gross. I'm sorry. People will spend one hundred and twenty thousand dollars on mint juleps this weekend, and they will also use sixty thousand pounds of ice and three hundred thousand fresh berries. So there you go. And toxic rot gut <laughs> bourbon. Oh. How many cans? This is more up Jamie's alley. How many cans of beer will be consumed this weekend at the track? 350,000, 522,000, or 750,000? 750. Is that your final answer? Yep. Yeah, I think that's good. It's 522,000 cans of beer at oh one gosh. track for the weekend. That's just nuts. I mean, that's all infield. Jamie, will, <laughs> Jamie will get this one. She knows this answer. What breeding farm has produced the most winners? Calumet. You're correct. Do you know how many? Uh, nine. Close. Ten. You were close. Ten. I will give you that. Oh one. wow. Uh, all right. This one because Jamie's a vegetarian. This one goes to Alex. How many hot dogs Uh-oh. will be eaten at the track this weekend? Fifty thousand, one hundred forty-two thousand, or three hundred twenty-three thousand? I think this was on the trivia quiz last year, and I knew I should have listened to it. Um, 
I'm going to go with B. You're correct. Ding, ding, ding. 142,000. Very good. So, Jamie, this is an easy one for you, I think. Well, maybe. Uh, how many maybe. Derby winners were born in Kentucky? 36, 98, or 113? See, if we're currently at, I'm going to go 119. This is how many Derby winners were born in Kentucky? Yeah, I what know. What Derby number are we at? I think we're we're 50 years since Secretariat. Yeah, I think it's 150-something, isn't it? Yeah, I think we're in the 150s. I think it was like 152 years ago. So 152 maybe. Um, I should probably know that. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to go with the highest number. 113? 119. Yeah. Yep. Ding, yeah. ding, ding. You guys are correct. It's 113. So what two most common colors are the derby winners? So the two top colors of derby winners. This is easy. And chestnut. You, ding, ding, yeah. ding. You're correct. <laughs> you are correct. That was I think easy. That's just in general. Yeah, that was a given. <laughs> How many? You know, I know that because I have fields full of bays <laughs> and chestnuts. <laughs> I have one chestnut. The rest are bays. <laughs> How many were? One forty ninth. It's like hundred and forty ninth Kentucky Derby. Okay. So next year, one fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, next year will be a big year if we're doing one fifty. Yeah. How many of the winners were gray or roan? Four, six, eight, or seventeen? Well, I don't know how many. Like, what color they were back in like the early, early races. Yeah. I feel um, like the grays win, and then they never win the Belmont. Um, do so again. four, six. What was it? Four, six, eight, or twelve? Or seventeen? Four, six, eight, seventeen. I'm gonna go with eight. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. You're right again. He's right again. Now you're on never, a roll. Never been All right, a couple more questions. 19 Derby winners have started with one letter. Their names have started with the same letter of 19 Derby winners. Is it an A? Are we, are Alex, we guessing the letter? Do you have a guess? Um, I'm going to go with a T. We have an A and a T, and you're both wrong. It's S. S. <laughs> Yes. Should have known secretary at R S T L N E, right? Like from <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> uh, youngest winning jockey was how old? Steve Cawthon at eighteen, right? Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. That is incorrect, but I'll forgive you for this one because it was 15 years old, and it was in 1892. And I know, oh. I know you guys are old, but you weren't that old. So I, <laughs> um, I think we need to go with like 1900 on. <laughs> so now this one is 1900 on, and you both should know this. The highest Uh-oh. placing female jockey. It's got to be Donna. Was it Donna or was it? No. Don't um, say Rosie. Oh, my gosh. No, oh my gosh. I'm What's totally her name? Julie Crone. Julie Crone. Julie yes, Crone. that's what I was thinking. Yep. Mm, you should have said, don't go with, don't say Rosie, because it was Rosie. No problem. Son of a nut. No, didn't she, win, <laughs> she won the Oaks, though, right? You know, but she finished fifth in uh, 2013. And that's Are you telling me Julie okay. never finished higher than no, fifth? No, Nope. So Rosie holds that title. And... You guys should know this one, too, because we talk about it every year. This is the final one. No winner has ever come from this post position. Is it 17? Yes. 17. You guys got about half of them. That was pretty good. <laughs> we got the, re- the, the reasonable question. The important question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry I don't know my, like, beer sales. <laughs> I mean, seriously, how did we not get pounds hey, of mint? In the past, I wouldn't up. even have given multiple choice, and Jamie would have yelled at me. This year, I was generous. You're, you know, it's only taken 12 years to get you a little better. 
Did that 12 years ago, buddy. <laughs> All right. I'm going to do a post in the auditor room with our picks, and then everybody else can do their picks uh, in that post, and we'll see who, who comes the closest to the trifecta over the weekend with our, with our auditor group. Alex, thanks for joining us again. We appreciate it. Absolutely. You guys have a happy der- or happy derby day. All right. You thanks too. So much. Thank you. All righty. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Mean it. So talk about busy this weekend. We've got not only the derby going on tomorrow, we have a coronation and we have badminton going on all the same day. So, I can't handle it all. And I have a kid's birthday party and Lucas has a baseball tournament and has two games and I have two new horses coming for training. Oh, so I you're just, not going to be able to watch it live? You won't be home to watch oh, the derby? Oh, no. I'll- that's the first on the list. Okay. Because <laughs> you can't watch delayed because everybody in the world talks about it. You would never get oh, away with crap. not He's hearing about it. He's got a baseball it. game at 630. Oh, no. Okay. I'm call my in-laws. Bring your phone. Watch it on the phone. It's just. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Then we're going to talk a little bit about WinTech, and then we're going to go to an interview that you did. So whether you're riding or training on the local trails, Jennifer went out yesterday for a trail ride. There's a new Wintech saddle for almost every horse and rider combination, and Jennifer was in her Wintech saddle. Uh, the Wintech 2000 All-Purpose is for riders who want to do a bit of everything, from training to fun beach days with friends. You'll experience total luxury in this top-of-the-range Wintech saddle. One nice thing is when you're at the beach with your Wintech saddle, when you take it off, you just throw it in the sand. Who cares? You just hose it off later. Your horse will adore the super soft panels which mold in and around their muscles for complete comfort sinking into the deep seat your leg will find its true natural groove and your contact and communication will be effortless effortless so you can focus on having fun explore the entire wintech saddle range at wintech-saddles.com or find it at your local retailer well, here's the interview that Jamie talked about earlier in the show that she did with one of her neighbors who happens to be one of our terrific auditors Okay, well, I'm sitting here with auditor, listener, and neighbor, Patty Otto, and Patty texted me last night detailing a purchase that she made via Facebook, and what is this purchase, Patty? This purchase is a scent called the Equestrian, and on Facebook, it kept repeating itself, right? You get these advertisements. They come through and you go, oh, yeah. okay, I saw it enough. I like the good perfume. And this, I read it and it, I'm just going to go ahead and read you the description. Okay, please, okay. Please, please. yeah, the equestrian. The equestrian is a refined composition of a true horse lover's experience. Hay Absolute captures the smell of sweet hay warmed by sunlight on a crisp autumn day at the barn. Oh, wow. Nagarmosa, I don't know if that's how it's pronounced, whatever, mixed with cedarwood creates the perfect leather accord reminiscent of freshly oiled saddles and bridles. I like it. Oak moss, cassie, and jasmine capture the green pastures sprinkled with wildflowers. And ambrit, expertly woven with vanilla, captures the musk warmth of every equestrian that understands. Oh wow! I mean, it sounds it sounds good. I mean, I would be hesitant to purchase a scent off of Facebook, but with a description like that, and being that we're equestrians, yep. maybe a better smell would be good because my equestrian scent is not usually great. Well, you know, you you want to 
as you go do your things away from the barn, you want to be, you want to smell. You want to be true to yourself. You want to be true to yourself, you know. I I had in my mind the image of going down Main Street um, in uh, like some town in Virginia or Kentucky (laughs) or whatever where, you know, they have tax shops and stuff like that. Smelling the leather, walking the leather, out of the open you know, People wearing Dewberry boots and tweed jackets, you know, finely groomed steeds, uh-huh. you know, yeah. that they paid a lot of money for. That whole, that whole world. Yes. That's, that's, Almost know, Victorian era equestrian. Yeah, like Middleburg, Virginia. That's yes. what comes to my mind. Yeah. So there we go. Okay. Yeah. So this came. So you order this perfume yeah. off of Facebook called the Equestrian. Yeah. And how did it arrive? Well, it arrived quickly. They were very fast and prompt, and it came in this beautiful little box, this little white box. And uh, it arrived. I got the body oil and the um, perfume, which it comes in a little roller bottle, okay. and in its own little sachet bag um but it yeah it, it, it came as something that's very classy looking okay so what we're doing here is patty wanted me to well she told me it and i said i have to i have to smell that and true to equestrian lifestyle i'm sitting here in patty's kitchen less than two feet away from a giant bottle of SMZs. So, I mean, let me give you the perspective here. There's three cats and a dog and SMZs and equine medicine and, and vitamins. Oh, thing. and ribbons on display. Yeah. So yeah. this is a this is a full-on equestrian. So if anybody is going to appreciate this smell, it is going to be Patty. So here's the reveal. I said I have to smell this because apparently – it did not elicit memories of Main Street in Middleburg. No, <laughs> it elicit memories of me mucking my horse's stall. Okay. So um, the text I got, I cannot read on the podcast. No. Because there was naughty words. <laughs> there was some naughty words. Um, so let's just do it. Let's just let's bring it out. I'm going to okay. smell the equestrian and give you a solid Honest, heartfelt review. So you're going to so just put this on. I'm going to put it on you because this is the. This is how they say: roll it on your wrist, okay, like this, so and rub your wrists together. That seems like a lot. Rub your. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> you're going to thank me later. And you okay. rub it. You know, let it sit there for just a second. Okay, I'm not, not not smelling. Don't smell, and then you you need to let your body warm. That's what oh. it said. Your body warm to you know to to activate the aroma to absorb it into my skin cells. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and activate the aroma. Okay, um, tell me when I can sniff it. You can go ahead and see. It it, it gets better the longer <laughs> you wear it. Okay, so you 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 may have to revisit it. In a few minutes. Apparently, but. I will because you put about nine yeah, gallons I did. on my wrist. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sharing the wealth here, okay. Jamie. And the the truth is, here we go. Oh my God, that smells like urine. Is it awful? It's awful. Oh my God, that smells like you. And I thought, is this a joke? Is are they effing with me? This smells like. You know when you've mucked out the stalls muck and you're sitting in a room full of other people that have mucked their stalls and you're all smelling each other's you smell boots? boots? It's the bottom of your muck Oh, boots. my God. What? Oh, thank you, everybody. That I'll be... 
Yeah, a bull. It is a bull. Uh, ah, that smells like the bottom of your mud boots. Oh, I Lord. Just, I, I was scared. When I put it on, it's like, I couldn't even walk around in public with oh. this stuff on me. Oh. We'll, we'll scrub it off before you <laughs> Well, I'm glad I drove over here for this you did perfume experience. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? That they're what here, is they that? money. I don't know. Okay. And the body oil the, is the same The thing. body oil antioxidant protection diminishes the look of aging skin, anti-inflammatory, antimicrobial. That's a big lie because you just put microbes on my skin. Helps hydrate skin and, oh, pre prevents any male advancements that might happen in the next six months because you smell like this. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, and, the, and the advertisement is, is sort of gender neutral. It doesn't show a woman or a man. It just shows equestrian with boots and my, the horse. Yeah. My stomach hurts. Yeah. <laughs> it's disgusting. Thank you. Thanks for that. Train with top hunter, jumper, and eventing professionals anytime, anywhere with Practical Horsemen On Demand. Your membership gives you access to hundreds of how-to training videos taught by top-level hunter, jumper, equitation, and eventing pros. Exclusive interviews and lectures, slow-motion demonstrations, insider access to private clinics and lessons, and step-by-step -step tutorials. New content is always being rolled out, so there are always new videos available on the topics important to you. Join now for just $24.99 a month and take your training to the next level with Practical Horsemen On Demand. If you have one or two horses or you have 20, 30 or more fly predators will make the difference between heavy infested fly problem or a no-fly zone. Balding Lab fly predators, catching these flies before they become an issue. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right. It is that time of the week when we do really bad ads. We never miss it on Fridays. Everybody's favorite segment all week long. And these are... Listeners submitted ads either from Craigslist or Facebook, and we just have a little bit of fun with them because they're ridiculous. And <laughs> we give away prizes every month. The prizes are brought to us by HorseLoversWithAZ.com, the home to over 120,000 equestrian products. You can find terrific values and all kinds of products there every day at HorseLoversWithAZ.com. Also, EcoGold, our favorite provider of saddle pads and boots and all that kind of stuff. And the first prize is the EcoGold Secure Saddle Pad. No slip, no slide, no problem. Eco Gold Secure Saddle Pad is the most comfortable non-slip saddle pad on the market today. It's the best one. You use that one, right? That's the one. I do. Yeah. So it's Jamie recommended. That's a $190 value. And at the end of the month, we're going to have a winner of that. Got to pay to play. It's worth it. Uh, the next one is the C4 gift collection, including belts, socks, etc. $110 value. If you don't know C4, where have you been? It's a brand of belts and accessories, and they're known for color and choice. Belts, dog collars, watch bands, socks, and this gift pack includes a little bit of everything. 
And Red and Goat is offering one of their terrific, amazing coats. We've had them on here many times. You can check out Red and Goat at their website. But they're going to give you basically a $200 riding coat. And their stuff is really nice and well-made. So that's a really cool prize. All right. Well, let's see. Oh, there's one more. Gosh, (laughs) the Gatsby fly collection, including a fly mask, the cool mesh leg wraps, cool mesh fly sheet, cool mesh neck cover. That's $125 value. This is all from horselovers.com. This is insane. This is so much stuff. We have over $600 worth of stuff. And the way you can win is by submitting an ad. If you submit an ad, you get an entry. And then we just pick numbers at the end of the month. Uh, If you send one in that you've recorded yourself, you get two entries and a if you send one in that you recorded yourself in an accent that's not your own, you get three entries. And I know we have one recording. Just because it today. entertains us. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we, we like it. So, uh, the oh, we had a whole bunch of people we won't get to. Why don't you go through that list? The also submitted. The also submitted. Again, you guys are all in the running. Melissa, Maggie, Hannah, Chris, Christiana, Casey, Katie, and Ariana. 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 The- okay. D sent this one in from the Lakes Region Online Garage Sale. That must be Craigslist, I think. Selling the wife's horse trailer. I am done with going to stupid horse shows. <laughs> Seems like every year it is the same old thing. As soon as the black flies come out, the horse season starts. That means every dang weekend I have to haul my wife's horse to some dumb horse show so she can prance around and complain all weekend about her horses, the judges, the weather, her makeup. To top it off, I am reduced to her groom who has to do all the dang work. I am finished. I'm done with scooping poop at horse shows. I'm selling the horse trailer so I can have some fun too. Black flies, black flies mean the start of horse show season, but also the start of Harley season. I'm going riding. The trailer is awesome. Very clean. Tires are new with less than 30 miles on them. Bearings are repacked with fireproof grease that are perfect. This little beauty toes like a dream. You won't find a better Kingston two-horse anywhere for the money. Bring the two-inch hitch ball and you can pick it up yourself. You really, I mean, this is awesome. Number one, uh, I want to know if they're still married. No. Is the, is he, not after this. <laughs> and you missed a boat, read it in an accent. Because, I mean, he wrote, that means every dang weekend I have to haul my horse at some dumb horse show she can prance around. <laughs> oh, man, I wonder if she knows he's selling it. Mm, I think they're divorced now. I think <laughs> she filed. She took the horse trailer and left and filed the next day right because her friends also the ad (laughs) Uh, you hey honey you better go get that trailer and head on out there because bill's about to drop it down down the tubes man he's selling that thing but it is a good point the black fly season starts so does horse show season (laughs) every horse husband if they're honest, has had one weekend where they've thought of all these things at the horse show if we're i'm out of here man i'm out of (laughs) here kayla sent this one in Hi, everyone. It's Auditor Kayla from Michigan uh, reading you this ad from a Michigan uh, Horses for Sale page on Facebook. Um, there's no punctuation in this one at all, so I'm going to we'll do what I can here. 11-year-old gelding trail horse. Sweetheart loves attention, pickets, bin camping, hauls, UTD on vaccines, teeth, coggins, not barrel horse, started late, so no soundness issues, has been camping, pickets, trailers, good needs, good home, no time for toughy. needs a person, PM me, located Carlton, five carat, 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 OBO. Um, the pictures for this horse, there's just body pictures. I'll 
there's no tack on this horse in any of these pictures, anything like that. So, um, but apparently he does all, all of the things. Thanks, everyone. I love the carrot. carrot. I put up, you know, Barrett's horse, farm boy's horse, Donnelly for sale. And people are messaging, like commenting under the post, how many carrots? And Chad is like, what the heck does that mean? <laughs> how many carrots do you want for him? <laughs> That's funny. You have the next one from Tennessee. All right, y'all. Where is this one here? All right, this is the East Tennessee Horse and Farm Trading Post. Oh, Re-advertised due to professional time wasters. Please make sure you have the money. Ask your <laughs> wife. Check with the dog. All the above before you message me. LOL. Creamer is looking so adorable. She's seven years old and she's 42 inches and she rides great and nothing bothers her. I have lots of videos for anyone interested. Yeah, she's a little fat. She stays fat on air. Such an easy keeper and gets along well with all the horses. She's super friendly and oh, with a dog docile temperament i can't believe they could spell that right she is suitable for the little ones very safe and easy to handle and will ride out with no spook pulls a cart as well located in petersburg tennessee pm if you're interested now what is the picture i'm supposed to talk about here glenn you tell us <laughs> oh the actual horse is it a mini? Did they say it was a mini? 42 inches. Yep. It so, is the fattest, tiniest, cutest little miniature horse with like a full-size Western saddle. The saddle goes from the horse's ears to its butt. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's enormous. It I don't know who's riding it, but uh, not anybody big, that's for sure. It is really no. cute, though. A cute oh, my thing. God. It's so cute. Yeah, but the saddle's so... a little little much. <laughs> yeah. Like, all too much. Do you think it's the same guy that was selling the horse trailer? Also selling the pony, like get them all out here at the same time. I just, I just like that he was like, uh, ask your wife, check yeah, with the dog. He's so sick of the crap, <laughs> scammers. Uh, Allie sent this one in: English tack for sale and wanted. Facebook page, maybe. Are you between the height of five five and five <laughs> ten? You're out, Jamie. Are you distinctly not shaped like an oompa loompa? This saddle is for you. It's an eighteen inch black country. Adelinda, and it's like sitting on a saddle made of clouds. This is like this. <laughs> this is the comfort saddle you could. Well, this is this is written the wrong. Comfiest. This is the comfiest saddle you could ever sit your statuesque Amazonian behind in. However, as someone that firmly resembles an exercise ball and has the <laughs> <laughs> has the density of a Sisyphus. What's Sisyphus rock? I don't know. Like a Greek god or something. I don't know. It is not the saddle for me. I am a reasonable 5'4 with thighs that resemble tree trunks and have an individual zip codes. And the external blocks hit me in the wrong places. I feel like you don't deserve to read this because you're not a woman who has I'm struggled having a with tough weight. Time with this one, because I'm I, all, the, all the time I'm thinking, are we even allowed to read this without offending people? Uh, it has a standard flap. It measures and is stamped 18, but rides more like a 17 and a half. I thought you said it was a. It is a medium wide tree with leather panels and wool flocking. The saddle has been ridden about three times, so there are a few barks on the billets, but always had the leathers wrapped so it looks new. 
These saddles now for sale over $6,000. This one in new condition for less than wholesale. Shipping available. Seven-day trials okay at your shipping expense. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. You're going to be in trouble, lady. Don't so do it. Now, you- I would like to explain... Um, who Sisyphus is and and how uh, it's a quote. However, as someone that firmly resembles an exercise ball and has the density of Sisyphus's rock, it is not the saddle for me. So I wanted to tell you who Sisyphus Sisyphus is. Here we go. So the son of Aeolus punished by Hades for his misdeeds in life punished in Hades by being condemned to the eternal task of rolling a large stone to the top of a hill from which it always rolled down again. Really? That guy's still rolling a stone up a hill. <laughs> okay. This lady, uh, this lady had some references that we have never seen before. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's not the overeducated that usually make it to yeah, the I show. Know. This is like the most highly educated ad we've ever read with words I had never heard of. Oh, That's there we awesome. go. Uh, Adrian sent this. Oh my God. What? This is a first. I gave this it is to you first. because it's, if you read the title, it's a 2009 Volkswagen. Okay. Description. Yours doesn't look like this. Okay. 2009 Volkswagen half car for $750. What I'm looking at here, it, here's the description. Custom half car, halfway done, dot, dot, dot. I pulled this to Alabama with a Prius, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Needs police inspection and VIN numbers from BMV. Dot, dot, dot. Less than 30 bucks. Dot, dot, dot. Have added longer tongue and cargo platforms since these picks. Dot, dot, dot. Would consider trading for a good riding lawnmower. Or what maybe anything. <laughs> it's it's basically like a... It's the back. Like a Jetta yeah. or something. Yeah. And it's cut in half. Like... It is. It's the back half where the back door starts. There's a back door, back seat, back tire, and the trunk. And there's a like a hitch on the front of it. Yeah, like a regular trailer a, hitch with a ball. It's like a everything. wall. There it looks like they've got towels covering it or some sort of screen to block. I don't know what. I've never seen this. Ever. I don't know what you'd Nor- use it for other than... What would you use I it for? No Hell, you know what? I'm going on a road trip. I don't want these kids in the car. We're going <laughs> there you go. And put them out in the back. We'll put them in the half a car behind. What could possibly go wrong? Put the kids in the half car. <laughs> and by the way, you can go to the DMV. They ain't licensing this thing. You're not getting You can do this. all you want. There is no chance you're getting a <laughs> sticker for this thing. Angela sent this one in. Horse, $800. 10-year-old gelding that's fairy a friendly. This horse has been saddled and mildly ridden. How- <laughs> that's <laughs> not good. <laughs> Moreover, horse has beautiful buckskin. Looking for an experienced horse person or someone willing to learn. No. No, those are two different things. No, those are that's... really the opposite <sighs> ends of the spectrum there. <laughs> He's been mildly ridden. If only I could find somebody who also has mildly ridden. <laughs> Lady, that's two different things. That's really the opposite. That is a terrible idea. <laughs> uh, Elise, Elise sent this one in. Elise, this is horse. $400 in snow camp. That's got to be Colorado. Up. I'll look it up. 
Look it up. Look it up. I think it's Arizona. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Up for sale is a seven-year-old mild-mannered horse. My husband. Oh, no. My uncle asked me to post this for him, and I will be attaching his contact information below. Had a trainer come out and look at the horse and look the horse over. He said it's seven years old and would be good for walking. Not sure what he was talking about, but it referred to her as a half horse and half pony. So let me get this straight. <laughs> I can picture it now. Had the front half as Nigel and the back half as Scooter. Wait, what? <laughs> so I would probably find a different trainer to come out and look. He'd be good for walking. Does that mean he's lame? Does it mean the trainer is like, this is not a, like, is this horse a mess? Like, what is going on? No soul, because I can't care. Where is Snow Camp, Glenn? Snow Camp is in North Carolina. All right, then. <laughs> it is a rich history of the site of the Snow Camp Outdoor Theater, and it has a well, large my, Quaker they have population. A different <laughs> southern accent in, in the Carolinas, Glenn. Oh, so you should have told up, me. This is up in the middle there. This is like, uh, this is going to be accented. Uh, up for sale is a seven year old mild mannered horse. My uncle. Ask me to post this for him, and I will be attaching his gun. He had a trainer come out and look the horse over, and my lord, he said it's seven years old and would be good for walking. Not sure what he was talking about, because he referred to her as a half horse and half pony. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that is, oh, that that's is a great. great. That's a great. Um, by the way, it didn't it. even give the population of Snow Camp, so I'm guessing it's not very large. Well, Glenn, there's at least 12 <laughs> of us here, here now, okay? All right. Uh, this one is from Amy, who sent this one in. This is an ISO ad, seeking ad. Looking we don't know from where. We can't no, see. I can't tell. Um, Facebook. Looking for $500 and under horses. Don't send me starved junk. I'm not interested. Don't send me anything under two. I am not interested. I want over 14 hands. I want halfway pretty. <laughs> I got a half donkey, uh, half horse, half pony for you. At least Y'all a good... can just come on over here and take a look at that. I want half pretty. At least a good build. Now, before you all call me crazy and say it don't exist, it does. I want the one you can't catch. I want the one that's already thrown 26 people and that nobody can ride. I want the biters, the kickers, and the crazies. Like to stay within an hour and a half of Richmond, Kentucky. Oh, there's the Kentucky. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not killing them. I'm going to ride them. Just check us out for reassurance. We love the projects. And what is there a picture of Jamie? Is it? I can't see it's the a, bottom. It's but a guy. It's a, he's rearing. Yeah. It's it's. Was a, he rearing? It's a guy oh. sitting on the horse with him with the horse rearing. Yeah. And he's so. got a grip on that saddle horn. Yeah. So yeah. I'm assuming this was not trained. <laughs> yeah, certainly, this is one of the ones that's dumped 26 people. Uh, but if you got one of those horses and you want to get rid of it, he'll take it for less than five hundred dollars. And he's in rural Kentucky, Richmond. One more. All right. One more. <clears throat> I'm wearing out today. Faye sent this one in. Love the title. Oh, Faye and about 10 other people, but Faye. And all of y'all are in the running. Maybe that's the also submitted. Uh, This is called Demon the Goat. Demon the Goat. Goat for sale, $40 air quote rehoming fee. One-year-old pygmy goat that was raised by a 65-pound pit bull. 
no joke. We got demoned, produced Damon. Thank you very much. <laughs> pronounced. <laughs> yay, sorry. Pronounced Damon. Thank you very much. As an adorable little take, and our pity sly took right to him. They laughed, they played, they took car rides together on Damon's first birthday, we took him and Sly to the wildlife safari, but it didn't go well. Things have been going downhill ever since. Demon has come of age. He can uproot all manner of plant life. He can open our camping cooler and beer cans. He can do a 20-yard sprint like the Flash and hits his target every time with the force of a creature 100 times his size. <laughs> See what? See where this is going. I take Venmo, Cash App, Facebook Pay, Euros, Monopoly money, whatever. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Damn. Oh, goats. Well, thank you, everybody. You've sent in a particularly good batch this week. It was really, was really, really strong showing you guys. <laughs> really strong. Well, that said, we're both wearing out. We are going to do a bit of post show. I have to talk to Jamie about something I did on Wednesday and to. Uh, to bemoan all the work we put in all these years doing this show. So we're going to talk about that in the post-show. Have a great derby weekend, badminton weekend, coronation weekend, all the stuff. We hope Have you- a great weekend, everybody. And don't forget, spay, neuter, and geld. Time for the Auditor Post Show. We want to remind you that this is not always safe for work or the kiddos. Thanks for hanging around for our nonsense. So on Wednesday, I was out. Thanks to Lisa for filling in. But uh, I went down to a party. Jennifer and I went to Tampa to a party uh, for Katie Kermitzos, who's been on our show a number of times. Actually, she's hosted some of the Tuesdays and Thursdays where we highlight other podcasts. And she was celebrating. She has the Women's Meditation Network, which she started four, four and a half maybe years ago. And I remember sitting down to with her at lunch. We were at. Uh, I mean, because you've been a heart of podcasting, and you've been there to help the other people yep. that are starting out their podcast. And she came to you. I have this great idea, Glenn. Well, she had what done a show t- before on business that was pretty successful, and then she wanted to switch gears because she was tired of doing the business show and she was having kids. And she said, "My heart's in meditation." And I want to start a meditation podcast. And, but and I'm gonna, what did you? What was your sage advice? I was like, "You're nuts. That's crazy. No, it never worked." <laughs> um, and I did. She brought it up too uh, many times. So we had this lunch, and uh, we were at Cheesecake Factory having this lunch. And uh, I told her, "I think it's a weird idea, but why not try it?" Well, I'll have you know that she just went over a hundred million downloads. Now this show, I have. We didn't have good records in the beginning because they weren't really counting records really well in the beginning. So when we started years ago, but we've been doing it 13 years and we're into many millions, but not 100 million. And I, I, I am not a good meditator. You aren't either. You and I are the same that way. Our brains work too much. Anytime I close my eyes to th- not think, I end up thinking about all the bad stuff, and then I'm done meditating. <laughs> so. I, I'm to the point now, too, where if I close my eyes to not think – 
No, you're sleeping. (laughs) So we're not good at this. So I had no point of reference. And I'm not a woman either. So I had no point of reference on any of this. Why she even talked to me, I'm not sure. Um, But she did bring it up when she gave her little talk uh, on Wednesday at the lunch, which there were probably about 50 people at. They had good food, a really cool cake. Um, But she did bring up that (laughs) I told her that she would fail. Um, And I was really wrong. She has like 12 employees now that work full time on the Women's Meditation Network. Um, it is crazy the amount of downloads. I, you know, and she apparently does a good job. She has five to seven million downloads a month. And that's not secret. She'll tell you. It was in the newspaper. It's crazy. It's just crazy numbers. And I, I guess I don't get it. Then there was this other guy from Orlando there. And I don't remember the name of his show. But he basically worked for Disney for a long time. Just quit from Disney to do this full time. And he had a good job there. He wasn't working at the parks. He was an executive. So he did started this podcast. It's 12 hours long. And it's a sleep podcast where he does sounds. And, you know, he's an editor, I think. So he probably did it really well. Uh, but he put out one episode. And after it hit about 5 million downloads... After a year, he said, maybe I should do a second episode. He has like, I don't forget how many he said, like 10 episodes out now. They're all 12 hours long. You sleep to him. And it, he's at like 65 million downloads. We have worked That's so insane. hard <laughs> over the years to do this show and to entertain people every day. When all we had to do was put a sleep podcast together, although nobody could sleep. to. Although people have fallen asleep to this show. And Charlotte, wake up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Charlotte. Uh, so we're we've been doing it wrong basically for twelve years. It's just, it's just amazing. It's just amazing that 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 took off like it did. And what's amazing is you poo pooed it. Listen, when people come to you with their ideas and their dreams, it is not your job to squish it. Okay, because then you're going to be the dick that they talk about when they make their hundred millionth download. And they're like, this dick. I told, told her me I, I motivated her. I was the one motivating her. Mm-hmm. Hey, Katie, do you have a dream? Hold on. Let me punch it in the face. <laughs> uh, you know what, though? I mean, to be fair, people probably told you this was a stupid idea. Yeah, well, did they did. Anybody yeah, nobody tell knew. you that? Oh, yeah. Nobody knew what it was. So, that, you know, it was always a stupid idea. Um, <clears throat> what are some other stupid ideas you've had? Oh, I've had a lot of stupid ideas over the years. And we had our own I know, shop I for a while. Let's, let's celebrate them. <laughs> so that didn't work out real well. Um, you know, we got into tax shops when tax shop when online just started so that was kind of and we were very rural and it just didn't work out all that great for a lot of reasons um you had to have had some too over the years oh yeah well i mean so when i was a kid i wanted to my parents would say what do you want to be when you grow up and i said i want to ride horses and get paid for it and my dad was like that's not a thing you can't do that. And I was like, yes, it's a thing. I'm sure there's people I take lessons like I can. And he was like, you're too big to be a jockey. I know you guys hear my dad on this post show and he sounds like a great guy. He was a shit bag for a long time. He's great now. Uh, took a minute. So anyway, so I wanted to do horses. So when I was 18, I moved to Kentucky and I went to equine management school and I was like, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to work at the track. And I started galloping racehorses and I was, and I loved, loved, loved being at the track. And it was one of those like things where like, Hmm, 
I could very easily get sucked into this lifestyle. Like I could very easily uh, start to figure all this out and really want to get into it. But that was like, you know what? I'm going to keep going with the riding thing and not the training thing. I I don't know. I just feel like that was a crossroads in my life. And then I moved out and um, I decided to, uh, I've made lots of things, but I I think that the, the one thing that, so I, I, when I moved home, I, I tried to be this inventor and I wanted to go to the Olympics and like none of that worked because you actually have to have money to, you got to pay to play and I didn't have anything. And so I moved home and my dad got me a job at state farm insurance in the <laughs> corporate into like, into oh, the corporate office there for more than 10 minutes. Oh my God. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I, and I hate my life. I was just right training horses and riding horses and cleaning stalls and basically being a working student type situation. And I move home and I'm like working in the corporate office. And I have, this is just when people, when you ask me about a decision, this was the decision that changed my life. I don't think it was a wrong decision. Uh, probably the very right decision. I hated my life. Like, I mean, I had to go to, so basically my job, because my dad got me the job because he's a state farm agent, I had to sit in a cubicle and you know, when people get sent a check from the insurance company, they don't cash it, it gets sent back. My job was to take the checks that were returned for that day and put them in numerical order, lowest to highest. And the check numbers were 10 digits long. (laughs) And I had to put, and then I had to take 10 10 and tally it, staple it together and file it. There was no purpose for what I was doing. None. I I think he just made up the job to get like, we got to get his daughter job. Let's figure out something for new. And so it was like the dumbest thing ever. Okay. So I worked there for three months and on the, like the the last day I was driving to work. And I, I mean, again, severe depression. I don't tell many people about this, but it's only, you know, you guys, uh, I was driving to work and I saw a tree that was straight ahead and there was a turn in the road. And I thought if I drive straight into that tree, I won't go have to go to work today. Oh yeah. That's when you know when it's time. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, okay. So contemplating suicide instead of going to work. So I went to work and I I quit that day. And then my dad found out about it and disowned me and kicked me out of the house and took everything from me. I had nothing. I lived on my brother's tiny couch. And uh, at that point I was like, you know what? I want to work for a radio station. (laughs) And so just out of the blue, I don't, well, I've always like I was that person like recorded things and uh, and tapes when I was a kid and like played them back and I would always recite and try to do the traffic reports. I was always super interested in traffic, um, and I don't know. I just I was like always a radio kid. Um, but yeah, that's how it started. I was just was like I'm contemplating suicide. I probably should figure out something I want to do. Um, and so I, my brother had a computer and we sat down and we contacted every station and I got hired to be an unpaid intern and I waited tables at the sports talk station and uh, went from there and <laughs> here we are. So, yeah. So as far as bad decisions, I think I made a good decision not to in my life. Yeah, but no, that was again, a good decision. Yeah, um, I agree. My, my dad disowning me. He, and what's funny is like, he's 78 and he doesn't, none of that happened. 
in his mind. And his revisionist history is so amazing that I just let him have it. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I only had to go to therapy for years to put up with, to forgive you for all of that. But if you just want to pretend like it never happened, cool. You know what? You're 78. You go right ahead. <laughs> he's good now, though. He's good now. He loves but it, you too. But you made mean... funny. Design. Yeah, no, he's super grandpa. Once, yeah. Actually, after... Um, about two or three years in radio, I was used, started using my real name, Jamie Massey, and he, um, all his friends kept coming up. I heard your daughter on the radio. Is oh, that then your he was proud, the then, right? Yeah, and then all of a sudden, I'm cool. <laughs> you know, but yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, I cannot see you sitting at a desk there. <laughs> that would be, that'd be well, bad. especially doing a job like that, where I'm like. There's literally no purpose for what I'm doing right now. Oh, and then you had to put up with the petty office politics, too, which always And then I'm sitting in a cubicle in this douchebag, dick nozzle, who, like, it's like there's 10 cubicles of women, and there's one man who sits at the end in the cubicle. And, like, his jaw, it's like a fucking school teacher. He walks around the cubicle peeking in almost all day with repeatedly. <laughs> Um, I noticed that you were surfing the internet. Yeah, because my mindless fucking job is worthless, and I need something to do to not fall asleep during this shithole of existence. <laughs> like, you had a key card to enter, and I would go around at lunch, and I would go outside, and I would walk around, and I had, like, I have a sweater, but I had, like, a dress, because you had to get dressed up. I had spaghetti straps, and I walked from, and I would go walk in the parking lot, and they would say, um, we're noticing an unusual amount of key card entrances with your key cards. Fuck off. And then <laughs> I walked from my desk. I was I was like, you know, Atlanta summer. I walk around outside and then I take up my sweater and I'm walking around. And then I walked from the door to my cubicle, which is probably about 30 feet. And um, I put my sweater back on. Uh, yeah, hi. You're not allowed to have spaghetti straps. Uh, you're inappropriately dressed, and we're going to have to do- I was like, send me home? You know what's funny about that is the radio station was like, yes, please wear spaghetti straps. The, the radio station I worked for had beer coolers in yeah, it, yeah, one of them. Exactly. I was like, this is the greatest place ever. <laughs> We've noticed that you were walking around the office and your shoulders were exposed. Um, We're going to have to ask you to put some clothes on. I'm like, what? Oh, my God. On that note. I can keep going, but I'll stop because it's Okay, boys and girls, we're done here. Now go ride your horse.